0: Like, are they standing there staring at me? Like, that's the weird thing about having a song sung. What to are you. they
1: looking at, Sarah? It's about you. The poem's no, okay, about okay, you.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what, what else would they look at?
0: I don't know. It's really awkward when okay, somebody I'm gonna plays...
1: look at this wall, but the poem's <laughs> about you. It's not
0: about the wall. It's really awkward when somebody like <laughs> sings a song to you and you're the only one in the room and you have to like remain like and keep eye contact. <laughs> Is r-
1: it like a it's like really a awkward. I don't know what to do with my hands? It's Is it the same thing? 100%. I don't know where to look when somebody's singing a song. To me. Welcome to the Romcom Rewind Podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again.
1: You made it here. You love romantic comedies. We do as well.
0: So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it
1: still hold up? Today we have... Bad teacher. teacher. And before we jump in, if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you follow. There's actually a little bell button on Spotify now, so if you hit that, you'll get notified of new episodes. Um, Apple Podcasts, subscribe. Leave a review as well. We love reading those, and as well, it helps other people find us, so that's really, really cool. And as well, on Instagram, at RomComRewind, and on TikTok, at RomComRewind. Did you know Facebook is now launching something about podcasts? I have no concept of it. Yeah, it's like Facebook...
0: Is it part of podcast. the metaverse or whatever? D- I don't right even want to
1: dive into the I know, metaverse. I know, I know, me neither. It either, might but, be though. Oh,
0: it's it's actually a little bit
1: exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> little bit exhausting. Yeah, because you got TikTok, you got Instagram, you like, got the metaverse, it's too you got Facebook. Much. Like,
0: like, no, thank you. What
1: happened to the MySpace days, where that was all you had?
0: Oh my god, wasn't
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> an MSN Messenger. <laughs> uh, we got a, a message on Instagram from Maddie saying, "Hi, I'm a new listener on your podcast, and I've been listening to them when I can. I just wanted to say this is my favorite podcast." And the first one I've ever actually listened to multiple episodes. Woohoo! We got more than one from Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you for the more than one listen. Uh, so this week we've got Bad Teacher. It's a 2011 romantic comedy directed by Jake Kazda. Jake's making bank right now, by the way. Is he? Well, this movie did amazingly well at the box office. Like over $200 million on like a 20-ish budget or something wow. like that. Um, but he has directed the last two Jumanji movies.
0: Oh, I actually really liked those. You know what, though? I have to say, I'm like an OG Jumanji. Like, I was really afraid of Jumanji growing up, but I freaking loved it at the same time. And then when they said that they were rebooting Jumanji, I was like, oh, no, like, don't hurt a good thing, you know? But they're cute. They're they're a lot more, like, cute than scary. Is Kevin Hart in those? He is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's good in it. I like well, it. Now you and know The I Rock. Thought... And The Rock. Guess who else is in it? The I Rock.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> You can circle back to her Think Like a Man episodes for thoughts on Kevin Hart, but uh, Bad Teacher is the story of Elizabeth Halsey, played by Cameron Diaz. Elizabeth is a, shall we say, a lazy, gold-digging middle school teacher who hates her job. Uh, she yep. also hates her students, and yep. she hates her co-workers, yep. but she has this rich fiancé, so she's leaving that world behind her until, oh wait, spoiler alert, this all occurs in the first five minutes of the movie, but... Her fiancé essentially calls off the wedding because, surprise, she's a gold digger. And they break up. So our girl, Elizabeth Halsey, Cameron Diaz, is forced to go back to her middle school teacher job that she hates with her students and coworkers that she hates. And along the way, we meet Scott Delacour, a substitute teacher played by Justin Timberlake.
0: Delacour is the same last name that um, the Princess Switch That's their last name, Queen Delacour.
1: You're kidding. Yeah. That's my what should have been, Sarah. What? I'm not even joking. Are you serious? I'm I'm not even joking. Really? We'll get to that later. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. He comes from an extremely (laughs) affluential family, (laughs) just like in the Princess Witch. Uh, Might be a target for Elizabeth, just to run out of that there. We also meet Amy Squirrel, played by Lucy Punch. She's your classic over-the-top, cares so deeply about her job and the children. Keen kind of teacher and we also meet a guy named Russell Geddes. That's Jason Siegel, the gym teacher. And that's our setup for bad teacher. What are your thoughts? Are
0: you excited for tomorrow?
1: Is tomorrow Saturday?
0: No, it's the first day of school. Yeah, I'm not gonna go to that. But it's mandatory. Ooh. What? Elizabeth, you shouldn't be teaching. I mean I can't think of anyone less suited to being a teacher. I don't need a blackboard or a classroom to set an example. So stupid. Morons! Hey, Elizabeth, don't I like grab a bite sometime? You still a gym teacher? I am, yeah. Then no. Okay, so cool. This movie's well, good. Awesome. It's it's on the comedy side of things more so than the romantic side, but it's a goodie. I really liked Cameron Diaz's character in this one. Usually she's the happy, go-lucky, ditzy woman who's innocent and goes. Just, you know, along with things. But I really liked her devious gold digger attitude. It was ni- it was a nice change to see that, that she can just do more than one type of role. The character development um, was good in this, too. Like, they were able to do, like, you really know, you really knew who the principal was. He was obsessed with dolphins. You really knew who Amy Squirrel was. You really, like, you really got to kind of understand who these characters including elizabeth halsey
1: i'm gonna disagree with everything you're saying keep going though okay so i
0: thought like i thought it was i thought it was you know well done uh the writing was good for a raunchy comedy i mean it is rated r so it's it's a
1: raunchy comedy yeah i feel feel like this was kind of a strange romantic comedy it was a good watch don't get me wrong but i'm gonna disagree completely on the character development thing i think it's a story of let's take a really horrible character not give her many redeeming qualities. <laughs> yeah. Very little character development, in my you opinion. Think? I thought she spent like 95% of the movie just being the same horrible person. And then in the last 10 minutes, yes. it's like, oh, she does a few nice things oh, and she ends up with the right guy. The
0: character arc of that <laughs> development, I think it's, it was just nice to see. Like, I'm thinking back to Cameron Diaz in Charlie's Angels. Sure. You know, the, the happy-go-lucky, like, kind of ditzy character. She plays that quite often. Quite often,
1: same with My Best Friend's Wedding, a similar yes, role. totally. I, I would agree with see some depth from Cameron Diaz. Abs- oh, certainly. no, no,
0: no. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. get me wrong. But it was just nice to see her kind of play like a, a, a villain. I would agree that the arc of her character is Yeah, the last 10 minutes where she goes, oh, my God, I'm like a decent human now. I was going to say she doesn't even do anything really good. It's like,
1: oh, you're (laughs) you're fine. And you ended up with the other guy who's just kind of middling. When I
0: when I mean like character (laughs) development, I'm talking about like the kind of the backstories you do get to know more than just. Cameron Diaz's
1: character Elizabeth like you do get to know you know um because Elizabeth we spend three quarters of a movie and she's just trying to get a tit job the entire time that's all she does for like three quarters of the movie and I'm not
0: saying she's not shallow she's real shallow. (laughs) shallow like not only like just with wanting new tits but she like also wants a popular hot rich man Enter like,
1: Justin Timberlake, Scott Delacour. Okay. Sorry for there's, the foreshadowing.
0: And there's also, like, characters in this movie that I highly dislike. And, I mean, you're supposed to. But, yes. So, like, I think they did a good job at, like, really, you know, pulling out of different emotions.
1: I, wow, we're, I can already feel that we're going to fight over this movie. That's fine. If you're looking for like a really heartwarming character buildup, not going to happen in this one. You know, what It's it not re- heartwarming, that is for sure. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Job in Arrested Development. And Job, oh my God. Like maybe that... we could do more with the character, but I think it's almost more funny for her to just be like kind of a bad human being for the entirety of the movie. Yes, yes,
0: that is <laughs> such a good comparison because like Job is not like an Awful person, but he is. You know, like yeah. Job is there for his own purposes, like his success. Yeah. No one else's. He could care less about everybody else, and he is there to just to continue his own agenda. Yeah, yeah. And and, and the only so thing good. that
1: happens with Job is that he maybe ends up having a son. And that's the the entirety of his character development over like well, four seasons and, of this show,
0: and a music um, magician.
1: Yeah, but that's kind of he's a magician. He's, he's a magi- he was a magician when it started, and yeah. Anyway, um, but very funny. It's not like roll over the no. roll over laughing kind it's of funny. It's a raunchy comedy, but I was very entertained. Like, if you asked me at any point during the movie, like, "Hey, are you enjoying this?" I'd say, "Yeah, you know, I kind of am. This is nice.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is nice." <laughs>
0: So, yeah, like you said, she gets home after basically quitting her teaching job, and she goes home to find her husband there and his mother, um, basically calling her out, saying that uh, in the past month, Elizabeth has spent $16,000, and she doesn't even know her husband-to-be's birthday.
1: I ask her something. You truly love my son? I love him so much it hurts. All right, then. When is his birthday? Mom.
0: I'm not, you know, that is just offensive that you would even ask me that. It's today. So it's after the summer. She has broken up with her fiancé, or should I say her fiancé has broken up with her, and she is somewhat back on her feet. She's back at the her old teaching gig, which she tried to leave, and really, truly, she's on a hunt for the guy. Also, like you said, she's a terrible teacher, and she's not only on, like, on a hunt for like any guy she's on the hunt for a specific guy hot rich popular so the gym teacher who is russell who is very fond of her um but he's so cool like i love him i love jason siegel in this
1: really yes you, you love not i, I love, love jason
0: siegel in anything though. i like
1: jason siegel a lot in this i'm surprised that you love him like- oh
0: i i i do because he's so he's so cool oh yeah I don't know. I really, I just, I love him in general, though. (laughs) Like, I just, you know. Anyway, so he asks her out, and she literally turns him down. Like, she definitely is honest to a fault. Tells him that that she's turning him down because he's a gym teacher and has no money. Um, She does, however, meet Scott Delacour.
1: Justin Timberlake. The
0: new substitute teacher. And she likes him for the reasons of popular hot and rich,
1: well, the first thing she notices about him is that he is wearing a Delacour watch, which apparently is a brand of watch. Is that just made up I, for the movie? I don't know, yeah. And then he goes on to say, Actually, my last name's Delacour and it's a family business, blah blah blah. So, ding, attractive Justin Timberlake has money. What was the other last thing you said? Popular, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah he's popular. throw that in there. So, Elizabeth has a target. We're going after Scott Delacour.
0: Oh, and and side note. The other piece of this movie, and you kind of mentioned it, was her getting these big boobs. She realizes that in order to get Scott, Scott's ex-girlfriend, who he had just recently broke up with, had really big boobs. So she has it in her mind that she needs to augment them in order to get him, which is absolutely ridiculous.
1: It's literally like five seconds of a movie where he shows a picture of his ex. Yeah. And then it becomes the next... 60 minutes of the movie, Cameron Diaz (laughs) trying to get a boob job. And you're like, really? We're going down a really wild path here just based on an Instagram picture of an ex girlfriend, you know?
0: And that's what she got from it. Not, you know, that she was a nice person or whatever. It's just specifically that she had big boobs. Anyway, so she realizes that the kids are having a car wash and they raise quite a bit of money from this car wash. So she convinces the principal that Miss Squirrel doesn't need to run the car wash that she can run the car wash and how she does that is she realizes that the principal is absolutely obsessed with dolphins she convinces him to let her do it she steals the money i was dying over the car wash scene though absurd
1: yeah it's your classic over the top we've got cameron diaz just in booty shorts and a plaid button up yeah it's a lot um I feel like we we dabbled but we haven't really talked about the other part of this which is
0: Amy Oh Squirrel. I was going to say are we talking about Miss Squirrel because yes let's Ms. talk about her Miss
1: Squirrel is um right across the hallway now from Elizabeth Halsey and it is kind of teed up that these two are going to conflict a lot. Amy Squirrel is the, hey, I, I made a algorithm for how we're all going to tackle uh, lunchroom. If you're on duty at the lunchroom, everybody's got quadrants. Like She's one of those teachers. And obviously, Elizabeth Halsey is trying her best to do as little work as possible. Yes. So they clash a lot. And especially with this car wash, Amy Squirrel, she doesn't have it anymore. It's Elizabeth's. She drives by... Elizabeth is scantily clad. We got problems with Amy, Squirrel, and Elizabeth.
0: Well, and she sees—Miss Squirrel sees uh, Elizabeth stealing the money.
1: Yeah. Are you accusing Elizabeth of embezzling from the 7th grade car wash?
0: Wally, we barely know anything about her.
1: Hey, you know what? They raised almost $7,000. So whatever she did worked. Viet Hune's dad called. He said the car wash was a raging success— And Lauren Risman's dad called. He said we should have a car wash every weekend. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is just the beginning of her problems. Um, Yeah.
1: Back to the... We we don't have many redeeming qualities for Elizabeth Walsh. so far. No, we don't. We really don't. She's literally embezzling money from a school car wash. For
0: a boob job. Yeah. To get a boob job. Yes. Like, that is ridiculous. And the fact that, like, where did the kids think that the money went? Anyway. Um, So, during the car wash, though, Scott shows up with his souped-up car... And she, she's bold. She asks him out and he says no. He said he's, he's still, not ready.
1: Still getting over stuff.
0: So it's parent-teacher night and she figures out another way to make money. The amount of ways she finds to make money in this movie is amazing. So she realizes that she can use. She can get the parents to give her money to to give the kids like extra tutoring and extra supplies that they totally need and and whatnot. And so all these parents start giving her cash money at parent teacher interviews. And I, I mean, it, we don't know specifics of how much she actually gets, but like she she has to get a few hundred.
1: She for makes sure. some money. Yeah, she makes and some money. It, it's a side note that since she started teaching this class. It's been movies every exactly. single day. So parent teacher day comes along, and a lot of the parents have questions, and she actually rolls those questions off nicely. But then, yeah, she ends up making more money just fleecing these poor friggin' parents.
0: <laughs> it's actually amazing. Like it
1: is truly an art. Oh yeah, and, and art of what like Deceiving. scamming, de- deception, deception, scamming. Yeah, it's
0: horrible. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Okay, I'm just, I'm just saying sure. that she's very successful at doing it. You
1: wow, what's happened to you, Sarah?
0: Nothing. Sarah
1: is. Sarah was our lawyer of the show. She was Officer <laughs> Sarah here. I
0: like Cameron Diaz in this because it's so different than what she's played before. Okay. You know. <laughs> So we move on. At the winter dance, she's talking to Russell. So Mm -hmm. Elizabeth is talking to Russell. And honestly, she's such an ass. Like, oh my God, she's so mean to him. Yeah. And I love Russell. And then when Scott comes over, she puts on a pretty fake face and then he asks her to dance. And so they go and dance and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Everything's good in the world. And the. (sighs) And the two of them go talk and Scott tells her that he's crushing on somebody and that that person is Amy Squirrel and not Elizabeth.
1: So this is a big crux of our movie because we've got Elizabeth chasing after Scott because he's wealthy. She's also chasing after a boob job because she thinks that's what he wants. Meanwhile, Amy is just running a ton of interference. Amy hates Elizabeth. Elizabeth hates Amy. Amy. And meanwhile, Amy and Scott, they're kind of kindling a little bit of, there's a little bit of chemistry there. Yeah, the weird, mutual weirdness. Mutual weirdness is happening. And of course, Elizabeth hates that. So that's kind of our love triangle of Amy and Elizabeth hating each other, both of them pining over Scott. And also Elizabeth Wants a Boob Job. That's,
0: yeah. That's pretty much the Th- important part. I think I summed person. it up. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely.
1: Can we agree that she's a horrible person? She is
0: a horrible okay, person. Okay, thank you. I
1: never said she was a good person. Question, where does she rank? Okay, let's go all-time romantic comedies. All right. Most horrible characters in a rom-com. Where does she rank? You know what? I'll throw a few few names out there Okay, for you. yep. Julianne, My Best Friend's Wedding. Because oh. the whole time she is trying to foil her best friend's wedding because she realizes all this time she actually loves him. She's worse. Who's worse? Elizabeth. Okay. Mark from Love Actually. Low key vibing with his best friend's wife. And it's teed up like, oh, beautiful, oh, heartwarming. That's weird. He's got the mm. cue cards and everything. Still, though, don't love that.
0: I still think Elizabeth is
1: worse. Okay. And if you're listening to to me right now being like, what is Devin talking about? That's the most romantic scene in Love Actually. Feel free to listen to our episode from last (laughs) Christmas. You you can disagree with us. That's okay on this podcast. But I think some points were made. How about Anna in Notting Hill? Once again, another Julia Roberts. She puts Will through a lot.
0: That one, yeah. She's just somewhat genuinely mean to...
1: Humiliates him on set.
0: Yeah. I still... like. Okay, it's a different kind of me. Oh, my like,
1: God. Is Elizabeth going to be no. the most horrible character? Yes, yes. In a of rom-com what, of, ever?
0: Of who you've spoken about? Yeah. Yes.
1: Andy in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. She's writing an article about oh, making no, no, a guy no. fall in love with her and then not. No, Elizabeth is worse. Okay. okay <laughs> <laughs> <Kate.
0: laughs>
1: I think we might be, I mean, what, like the wedding planner, Matthew McConaughey's character is kind of low key, maybe cheated on his wife. It's
0: just like the different ways how Elizabeth is more horrible. Yeah. Like, she, she runs the gambit. Yeah. Like, I think she does a multitude of things at different levels throughout the movie that make her a terrible person. I never said she was a good person. Let me just tell you that um
1: so we can agree now that elizabeth is the worst main character in a romantic comedy of all time okay all time
0: we have not watched all of the rom-coms in the world right
1: but i'm I'm throwing thus far
0: thus far yes
1: if you can think of a better one fire us a dm on instagram please do
0: because i have a feeling like there's some like you know on the tip of my tongue that i'm just trying to like remember that might be worse but i just can't remember Still at the winter dance. Um, afterwards, Russell, Lynn, and Elizabeth get high in the gym, and Lynn leaves.
1: This is actually my best scene. Oh, okay. Then we'll talk about it. So during the school dance, Elizabeth and Russell, they go to the gym to smoke weed. I just thought it was a really sweet sidebar. Um, Agreed. It was only a few minutes. We we have only a couple like building relationship moments between yes. Elizabeth and Russell. I mean, I think this occurs like halfway into the movie, but it's sweet, and he's sweet, and he's a little bit of a burnout. He's kind of like... He's really similar to his character and knocked up if that guy became a high school gym teacher. Like, I don't think there's a lot going on with mm-hmm. Russell. He's moderately charming. Yep. It's Jason Siegel, so like he is a little bit funny, but like He's very funny. He he lives in an apartment with some roommates and then he smokes weed in the gym. And he, he does kind of like in a funny way say, like, everything you see is is what I've created. <laughs> it's like a gym, you know, he's like, I put I move those nets. <laughs> From there to over there. (laughs) And it is kind of cute and sweet.
0: It is. I think they have a lot of fun together in this scene. And I think at this point we know who her gentleman suitor should be and is. But she hasn't figured it out yet. So I do like this scene because it kind of lets everybody know that, you know, this is who she should end up with. And this is, you know, what she um, should be looking for. But we haven't quite gotten there yet. So it's around Christmas now. And for some reason... I mean, you can go into further detail, but she gets invited to her student's house for Christmas dinner. It's Garrett, her student Garrett, who wears the gymnastics T-shirt. He gets made fun of, which is ridiculous. He shouldn't. And um, he loves poetry and he writes poetry. And this is what is said um, at dinner uh, during Christmas dinner. And this scene is um, so weird. It's it's kind of awkward. It was cringy. I, I had you to cringey. pause okay, and stop was, for a little bit. So I didn't think it was cringy. I thought another scene in this movie was very cringy. I just thought this was so weird. Like there was no reason why she went over to their house for Christmas dinner. Sometimes this movie reminds me of Bad Santa.
1: Oh, that's exactly what I think this is like.
0: Like I think this is like the... Like this is... They took the formula for Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton, mm. and made it into like a more like not holiday bad teacher like more teacher like everyday kind of thing and with a female lead
1: sure and the thing i also like about both of them well not necessarily like but neither of those characters get better they're both just bad
0: yeah bad people and i mean it's i i don't think they're the same because they're both called bad santa and bad teacher i think that's also part of the formula but they're very similar in in a lot of ways
1: what would be worse on a on a date? Let's say 3 4 dates in, the guy delivers poetry to you. Okay. Or the guy performs a song. Oh, Cuz both, well I mean really the kids doing the poetry, but later on there's a song in this movie. Which one's worse?
0: Oh, okay. So how okay, wait. How long how long are both? How long's the song and how long's the poetry?
1: A poem, you know, a poem you're only up there for like 45 to 60 seconds. The song maybe a minute and a half too
0: yeah like i would probably pick the poetry
1: just because it's faster? Yeah. Is that all your... Yeah. Okay, if they're the same length of time, what's worse then?
0: Like, are they standing there staring at me? Like, that's the weird thing about having a song no, sung who to What are they you. looking
1: at, Sarah? It's about you. The poem's no, okay, about okay, you.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else would they look at? I don't know. It's really awkward when okay, somebody I'm going to plays... look at
1: this wall, but the poem's <laughs> about you. It's not about the wall. It's
0: really awkward when somebody, like, <laughs> sings a song to you and you're the only one in the room and you have to, like, remain, like, and keep eye contact. <laughs>
1: It's, is it like a? It's like really a, I don't know what to do with my hands. It's, is it the same thing? hundred percent. I don't know where to look when somebody's singing a song to me. Actually,
0: though, like actually, <laughs> like, and you feel so awkward because you're like, like, you need to like almost head bob, like to like go along with the music. Like, do you head bob? Do you not head bob? What kind of music is it? Like, what kind of song is being sung? Is it sad? Is it mar- like you know? Is it upbeat? Like, do you? Is there like a bop that you can how? like move your head? So you like, have I don't no know.
1: Concept of how to react if somebody is like performing a song for you
0: it's happened to to me and it was very awkward what did you do i don't remember i think i just made eye contact for like a long two minutes (laughs) it was really awkward (laughs) i felt really bad
1: i'm gonna make it my life goal to do this to you as much as possible oh my god i'm gonna grab the guitar i'm gonna learn a few songs okay you, you
0: like it's different i think i don't know
1: I would probably
0: still pick the poetry though, because then I can think about the poetry, and then I can like you know converse about it. Whereas like the song, like what do you say? Like oh, that was nice. Like you
1: know. Okay, what what a horrible thing happened in your life? How did you get traumatized by boys (laughs) singing songs to you? It's happened. So like what occurred, Sarah? Was it like so bad that you're? No, it
0: wasn't bad. It was actually really good. Like but it was just really awkward because like I didn't know where to put my eyes. (laughs) I didn't know where to look. It was really good, though. Like the song was really good. It wasn't an OG song, like it wasn't an original. Oh God, Um, which which was good. I can't remember. Maybe it was not Wonderwall. It wasn't. But you know what? It might have been an Oasis song. Another Oasis. It might have been Champagne Supernova. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But it was awkward. Like it is up there in you know a memorable moment for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like i've talked about this before in, in the podcast like i have never
1: in such great detail though this is well, amazing
0: so what would you pick poetry or a song i just sung want to, to you. meet
1: this guy and be like so what happened and he'd be like i poured my soul out to her and she said that's nice she no didn't i don't keep think, eye contact no, oh with me the whole time no, no
0: i did keep eye contact <laughs> let's go back there i did keep eye contact I, I like it, I didn't only say it was nice. I mean, it was a really long time ago. I don't remember what I said, but it was more than that's nice. <laughs> this guy like poured his art out through a song. He did. Through an Oasis song. I don't actually remember <laughs> <what> it <laughs> You was. don't even remember the no, song, Sarah. No, I don't. Sarah. I know. I know it's awful. So, Lynn asks if she wants to go see the school teacher's band, fifth period. Here we go. At, um, play at a bar. And at first she says, hell no. Like Elizabeth's totally out. But then she finds out that Scott's in the band, which like you are a new supply teacher. How did you jump into the band so quickly?
1: Because it's Justin Timberlake and he's an amazing musician.
0: Well, I'm sure they wrote that specific part because he is a musician. I was going to say,
1: you gotta, you got to wiggle that in somewhere.
0: So of course she hops on the bandwagon and says, absolutely, I'm going. So they go see the band. They go see the band and Russell's there. And of course, Scott writes his own OG original song, and it is terrible.
1: But it's for Amy Squirrel,
0: and I it don't is. think it's that
1: terrible, Sarah. What are you talking about?
0: Like you know, Justin Timberlake, JT, love him, I do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. Oh but maybe again maybe because you didn't it know was where a to song, look. because it was a song for somebody specific <laughs> and he was watching her the whole time in the crowd i felt awkward
1: you felt awkward that there? That, been it. that was the okay. secondhand
0: embarrassment who knows can maybe we talk a minute?
1: you know what top original songs from rom-coms i think this mm, one's okay. up there it wasn't bad
0: oh so you want to know what my favorite favorite original song from a rom-com yeah always be my maybe
1: Oh my god Tennis ball The tennis ball song's very good
0: 100% Like That's genuinely Sometimes I'm walking around the house And I get it in my head And I Like I love it yeah. Like I, I know the words yeah. Check me out Check me out Check me out I started at the bottom, now I'm still at the bottom. Never rise, I fall, every season is autumn. Yanked from the precipice like the statue of Sodom. Made an exodus mm. to collect L's and I got them.
1: I still think about that song ends with him doing a, uh, like a I Punched Keanu Reeves yes. song. <laughs> because Keanu Reeves is actually a real character in this movie. And that song is also the lyrics? Yeah. It's like, wow, that's very well done, I man. Know.
0: That is like top OG songs in a rom-com for me 100
1: randall park yeah shade out randall park amazing job at that he did write those himself i'm pretty sure right i
0: yes he i i believe he did yes it was a quick fact
1: yep yeah. um forgetting sarah marshall the dracula song <gasps> oh, by jason Siegel. so good
0: yes that one was really good too that one was weird and if i see van helsing i swear <laughs> to the lord i will slay him Ha ah, ah, ha ah, ha he take it from me, but I swear I won't let it be so.
1: Ah, 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 blood will run down his face when he is decapitated. Ah, his head on my back. This is how I will let this one. Like, it was weird, but it was, it was very it was, quirky. Gen- it was
0: very genre specific because it was like a um Dracula um
1: That's right, he was working on a, a yes. musical. Yes. Um I think everybody listening is screaming at their podcast right now that. We haven't said the wedding singer song though. Oh my god! Adam Sandler doing that. Yes, the... that
0: is uh, that is a true classic. Oh, so good. Yeah, the grow old with you song.
1: Oh, I'm not. E- no, the somebody kill me please song is way better. No,
0: that's not the one I thought.
1: Oh my god! I
0: actually forgot about that one. What? I mean, that one. Now that I think about it, it's super dramatic. And I mean, and and what? it's it's like a well written song. It's a little dark, but I still think the grow old with you song, hundred percent, at the end of the movie.
1: Okay. So good. You can get in our DMs if you want, but like that, Sarah, you're absolutely wrong. There's mm, no way no.
0: I uh, disagree. When you think wholeheartedly. about the wedding song,
1: you think about the. I hope you're glad with what you've done to me. Somebody kill me, please. Wait. Yeah, you also think
0: about the sweetheart, hearted, in depth, emotional song at the end. It comes to testing. So the uh, another big theme of this movie is that there is standardized testing, um, state testing, and all the teachers have to get their students ready. And of course, Elizabeth Halsey has not been getting her students ready. They've been watching horror movies the entire the entire school year. She then finds out, though, from her friend Lynn, that there is a cash reward for whoever gets the highest test scores. So she changes it up. She changes up her game for the boobs. She does, this is all for the boobs. She goes to school the next day and starts making them actually do schoolwork.
1: Yeah. And side note, Amy Squirrel is the teacher who has previously won this many times. So once again, a conflict there. But Elizabeth realizes this could be so much easier if she just physically gets her hands on the test.
0: She does. But before that, there is a dodgeball scene. That is my best scene.
1: Okay, yeah. We can't skip Ball that because that is hilarious.
0: It does remind me of dodgeball. This is my best scene. I just think it's really funny and it's, she's still an asshole, but she's trying to get them to learn in a terrible way and it kind of reminds me of the movie Dodgeball a
1: little bit. Do- Stop trying to justify her actions. She is doing this so she can win and get a boob job. It's a byproduct that she's actually teaching her students. Yes, yes, finally. absolutely. But it's I mean, all for her own ends.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm not saying it's not. Okay, I'm just I, making I sure. I just really
0: liked this scene
1: Okay. <laughs> because I thought it was funny.
0: I really don't have much more to say of it other than it was a cute scene. I liked it.
1: Well, I mean, the best part of the scene is that she's going like one by one through the students. Yes. Every time they answer incorrectly, she throws a dodgeball at them. The one kid finally answers correctly, and he's about to throw a dodgeball at her. But then gym teacher Russell yes. walks in. He's like, whoa, 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 guys, what about I been telling you? Got to throw through. You know, he's like, OK, like plant your back foot. And he's actually giving this kid advice yes. on how to who hit she, Cameron Diaz who in she the face. calls
0: who He calls Edward Cullen, which is really funny because <laughs> I realized after I was like, oh, my gosh, he does have Edward Cullen's hair. So like you said, the the only way that she can succeed and get her money for her boobs is to get her hands on the test. So she makes a call and she poses as somebody to meet with a man named Carl to talk about the allegations of racial bias on standardized testing when really she just wants to steal the test. They head back to his office and she came prepared with something to put him to sleep and she's not messing around. He is both drunk and drugged and he passes out. She takes his his uh, keys and she steals the test from his office. She now has the test key. A month goes by and they announce that the school was in the top 5% of the state and that Miss Halsey won the $5,700, the highest score in all of the county. And all of the other teachers cannot believe it, especially Miss Squirrel.
1: Of course not.
0: So Miss Squirrel and Scott, um, a little while after this announcement, uh, they're chaperoning a school trip. So they're bringing the kids somewhere. And Elizabeth really wants to go because she really wants some time away with Scott. So she sabotages Amy by providing Amy's Amy an apple. She puts it on her desk and she rubs it with poison ivy. And, of course, Amy Squirrel, like, she's very weird. And she, like, starts, like, oh, my God, who gave me this apple? Oh, my God. She starts being really weird. Anyway, so she eats the apple. And, of course, she, like, breaks out all of her face. That would hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll talk about this at the end. But, like, yes, she is a horrible person. Don't get me wrong. All the things she does, she somehow gets away with.
1: Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> like
0: I don't understand it. The principle, anyway. Um, So, Miss Squirrel decides... That while they are away, so Amy can't go anymore. She she has to stay behind because she has poison ivy all over her face. So Elizabeth Halsey does get to go on the trip with Scott. And while they're gone, Miss Squirrel switches the desks with Elizabeth in order to get into her desk. And she gets the maintenance guy to open open the desk. And she finds the wig, the, the Annie wig that Elizabeth used to talk to Carl, the test guy. And she also finds the address for the test. So she goes to see Carl and she realizes that Elizabeth did cheat to win so we're back to the school trip and honestly this okay so this scene is a really good scene this scene they're they're in I don't actually know where they are but they're they're with the students the students are doing their thing I think they're in a museum and there's a quick little banter between Elizabeth Scott and Russell and you end up noticing and realizing that Scott is a people pleaser That's all he does is he will go along with whatever opinion you have just to make you feel good about yourself.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: And Russell realizes that and he plays on it. So they start talking about sharks and how, you know, they kill so many people. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. But you know what? They're so majestic creatures. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. And it is hilarious. Hilarious to watch. That scene was originally not going to be in the final movie. Oh, wow. But they had really good chemistry. And so the um, the director kept those scenes um, of, of Scott and Russell in the movie. I just thought that was a cute little tidbit that I wanted to throw
1: out there. Elizabeth is kind of reading the room and is like, ah, I don't know if I like Scott. But then something else happens later on this trip.
0: So this is my least favorite scene in the entire really? movie and I also so I know you're not supposed to love Justin Timberlake's character Scott in this movie
1: you're supposed to dislike him
0: yeah but he is so awkward like I can't handle it like I can't I well, can't
1: so so they go back to the like Elizabeth and Scott go back to his room
0: yes the award for most awkward the award for most awkward sex scene in this movie it's not in, even a in sex a scene. movie in a movie no it's a dry humping scene <laughs> Yeah. oh god it's so weird oh my god like so awkward elizabeth calls amy and puts it on speakerphone and is like basically leaving a message for them for her yeah and they are dry humping
1: god could you describe it in more detail no
0: i can't because i actually like i can't i can't <laughs> i don't know if you can but i can't like there
1: is so uncomfortable right I now. i am because like,
0: it is so awkward
1: yeah, they... It's they, just that
0: they describe it and then you see it and you're just like, nope, no, thank you.
1: And his, he's trying to like um, talk dirty and even that's a little awkward and uncomfortable. I think
0: that's the most awkward part of it.
1: Yeah, and then she hops out and Russell actually sees her leaving Scott's room. Yes. And, you know, Russ is a little bit upset about that. Well, not overly, but he's kind of like,
0: eh. Well, and you know what? She asks him, do you want to get a drink? And he says, no, I'm just going to go to bed. Like, good for him though. Oh, yeah. Like, good for him saying, you know what? I'm not going to be your seconds. And... You do what you got to do, but like, I'm not playing her. I'm not playing this game. 100%. I loved it. He's a classy dude.
1: Yeah, he smokes weed in the gymnasium. (laughs) Super classy, Sarah.
0: Okay, not that part, but this part.
1: (laughs) When they were at the bar earlier, she's like, What are you doing here? He's like, Oh, I usually come for the. Amateur slam poetry, and I just heckle everybody. <laughs> that guy, yeah, super classy. G-
0: great guy. <laughs> well, they are meant for each other, okay? I never no, said they weren't.
1: They're absolutely meant for each other.
0: So the point where she realizes that she only likes Scott because he's hot, popular, and rich is when she's having a conversation with one of her students on the field trip, telling Garrett, after he said an impassioned speech to a girl that he liked and totally embarrassed her, and then got denied. Um, this is when she realizes... That she likes Russell and not Scott. What a weird way to find out or
1: figure out. And it's also like, <laughs> this is in the last 10 minutes of the movie yes! now at this point. Yeah. So we've gone the entirety of the movie with Elizabeth being fairly horrible, trying to get a tit job this whole time, yeah. pining over Scott. And then it's like that one little Eureka. Oh my God. it's It's been <laughs> Russell the whole time. Wow. But she does do something kind of sweet for the students. This is the first moderately nice thing I think Elizabeth does in for the a entire student, movie. For a student, yeah. For a student. yeah. They hatch a plan to make him more popular. So she gives him her bra, goes back to, you know, the students are doing lunch, whatever. Everything okay with Garrett?
0: No, it's not. I found him hooking up with an eighth grader from another school. She was jerking him off. Yeah, I'm going to give him detention
1: when we get back. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Garrett probably met out with a kid from an all-boys school. <laughs> yeah, and he was wearing this. And then he whips out this black bra, which, of course, is Cameron Diaz's bra. And um, it, it gives him automatic street cred, yeah, right? Like, yeah. now he's one of the cool kids. And Russell sees right through this in a good way. He's like, okay, like, that was actually a really nice thing that you did for that kid. And she says, what are you talking about? And he's like, bro, you're not wearing a bra. Like, it's pretty, <laughs> to me, it's obvious. To everybody else, like, everybody else has been fooled. But that, uh, yeah, that is the, um, the one single nice thing that Elizabeth Halsey did for a student in this movie. There it is right there. Yeah. Character development. Yeah.
0: So Elizabeth has a meeting set up with the superintendent and um, principal Snurr, And she's in, she is in a lot of hot water. Elizabeth realizes that she needs to get to the test guy, Carl, in order to blackmail him. So she gets her roommate to go and intimidate him and blackmail him with naked pictures that Elizabeth took on the printer that night. So at the meeting, she sits down with the superintendent and the principal and Miss Squirrel is obviously there to observe. And this whole entire time, side note, this whole entire time, Principal Snurr keeps talking about this 2008 um, situation that happened with Miss Squirrel and that she she. Oh, don't make that face. We don't want another reoccurrence of the two thousand and eight. You know, whatever happened. We never get to find out what happened, and that is a piece of the movie that I'm like, I really want to know, like, what what broke her, like, what happened.
1: Is that the one thing from this movie that you would change? (laughs) No, I would change a lot. I would change a lot. I would change a lot. (laughs) You know what? I want more of backstory (laughs) for Mrs. Squirrel.
0: Actually, I think it'd be pretty funny. (laughs) I do think it would. (laughs) But anyway. So Carl comes in um, and retracts everything that he said to them earlier, saying that, you know, Elizabeth um, pretended to be somebody else to get the, the test key and drugged him and whatever. And she he retracts everything, and then he leaves. And Miss Squirrel calls for a retest, and Elizabeth talks her way out of it and, you know, then says, okay, we'll bring in the drug dogs, knowing full well that the desks were switched. So Elizabeth's drugs are in Miss Squirrel's classroom.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: And so because it's there, Elizabeth's weed's there and Miss Squirrel
1: freaks out and she's taken away
0: by the cops because she's arrested.
1: Kate, do we not feel bad for Miss Squirrel here? 100%. She is not a bad person. No, she's not. She cares a lot about her kids. Yes, she does. Elizabeth has been stealing money from the school this whole time. Oh, yeah, she's, she's been awful. a horrible teacher. A bad teacher, one might say.
0: Yes, and not only that, like I said earlier, she never gets caught. She never gets caught for any of this. And she actually looks like the hero through all this. So much so that they close the school year. Miss Squirrel is transferring to another school, probably because she literally has to. And Elizabeth uh, kind of asks out Russell. And of course, they end up together. They have, a, uh, they have a passionate kiss at the end. And then, you know, summer happens. Three months later, it's a new school year. And guess what? what Miss Halsey has been promoted to the guidance counselor
1: god
0: god help those children she doesn't get the boob job though I wonder what she used the money for
1: she doesn't get the boob job but I think they do paint this in a light that hey she's with Russell that's the right person she needs to be with that that that's her other person love has been found maybe just maybe Elizabeth Halsey is turning over a new leaf.
0: Maybe. I doubt it,
1: but we, I was gonna say, we see only one piece of evidence of that. The one time she helped out that one kid, that's it. But they found love,
0: they did. Rom com complete.
1: And Jason Siegel needs to be more rom com, so it was nice oh, for him does. to see love. Seriously? He wasn't even in this that much, it was kind of annoying. He was definitely a side character
0: in this one, like Justin Timberlake was in it a lot more. Yeah, quick facts, quick facts. Thomas Lennon originally auditioned for the role of Principal Wally Snur before being cast as Carl Hallaby. Cameron Diaz was initially not into the character of Elizabeth Halsey. She said, oh God, what is wrong with this woman? There's no way I would ever play her. Cameron Diaz went on to say that she has a rule where she has to finish a script because you never know what it's going to turn into. And sure enough, she fell in love with the character. Phyllis Smith was cast in Pixar's Inside Out in 2015 based on her performance in this movie. Throughout this movie, Cameron Diaz wears Christian Louboutin shoes. This is because there was a contract between the movie producers and Louboutin himself for marketing his company's red-soled shoes. The woman whose naked breasts are shown on display to Elizabeth Halsey at the doctor's office is played by Christine Smith, Playboy's Playmate of the Month for December 2005. The screenplay was featured in the 2008 Blacklist. This is a list of the most liked unmade scripts of the year. Bradley Cooper was considered for the role of Russell played by Jason Siegel.
1: I love that I think he could. Yeah, a, yeah. oh
0: I liked I liked uh, Jason Siegel. In the movie Elizabeth is looking at a magazine spread of celebrity red carpet arrivals to decide what breasts she wants for him implant surgery. The celebrities are Heather Graham at the 2010 Golden Globes, Katy Perry at t- the 2010 Vanity Fair, and Rose McCowan at the 2010 pre-Oscar dinner. Interestingly enough, Cameron Diaz herself also appeared on the red carpet at all three events. In the bar scene, the lead singer in the teacher band Period 5 is Dave Allen. He was also the lead singer in the band Feedback that Jason Siegel and friends went to see in the show Freaks and Geeks in 1999. Dave Allen in Freaks and Geeks was the guidance counselor. Elizabeth shows her class many movies. Two of them are R-rated. Dangerous Minds from 1995 and Scream from 1996. Scott has that awkward sex scene with Elizabeth in the hotel room. In real life, Justin Timberlake and Cameron Diaz were in a relationship and have remained friends after their breakup. I forgot that they dated. Yeah, me too. Lucy Punch, who plays Amy Squirrel, improvised the overwhelmed face that she has throughout the movie. This came about when Amy Squirrel and Principal Snur were having a back and forth in the office and they would just carry on even after they stopped filming and she came up with the Amy's overwhelmed face and the story behind the mysterious 2008 event. Phyllis Smith, who plays Lynn, was approached by the movie's writers to be in the movie after working with them on The Office.
1: Honorable mentions.
0: My honorable mention was Lynn.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Why?
0: I just really liked her. (laughs) I thought she like tried to keep her grounded and she like was in there just like for kind of comedic, nice relief.
1: My honorable mention is Amy Squirrel.
0: I love Amy Squirrel. I did have her down here too, but I, I like Phyllis.
1: Amy Squirrel because, you know, we go through this movie and it's framed in a way that, you know, Amy is made out to be the bad person, but I would disagree. Oh, agreed. Elizabeth is the villain. Amy is the hero. And this is a sad story of where the hero actually loses, and she gets sent to another school.
0: I would agree. Yeah, I do give Amy Squirrel an honorable mention as well. Also, the principal, because throughout this entire movie, he's so obsessed with his dolphins and so out to lunch on everything else. It's absurd.
1: <laughs> it's the Jimmy Jams. What, what he talks about, Jimmy Jams or Jams or something.
0: Well, he's he's it. part of the Jam. Yeah, the Jam Team. That's like the school's like teacher. God, team. that yeah. sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, that's like the equivalent of uh, those cheers at Walmarts when they before they open how they have like a little warm up sesh like, all right, guys, let's get ready to sell some stuff today. You know,
0: no, I don't used to. Oh, interesting didn't know that what should have been i want to know what that mysterious event in 2008 was with amy's amy squirrel that's Mm. my what should have been i wanted to know more
1: my what should have been i already basically said it is that scott delacour should end up with any of the vanessa hudgens characters from the princess switch except for the mean one though i
0: can't not the mean oh fiona yeah not fiona i can't believe did you know that the last names were the same no okay that's wild
1: Honestly, my remembering <laughs> of the princess switch is so minimal. I can't What's the fantastical land they're from? Ambrosia oh, or something um, or Bellamonte? Oh my god, I can't remember.
0: I can't remember, but there's a third one coming out. Don't
1: make me watch it.
0: We might. Oh
1: god. Anyway, he should end up with I any
0: love of those that y- I love that you didn't even know that they were the same last name and you came up with that idea.
1: But like he's just he's a goody-two-shoes. He has a lot of money, but like he's just it's all surface. You know, there's not a lot happening with him. He's just a nice guy who means well and wants somebody who's just pleasing, you know? Agreed. And that is any of the Vanessa Hudgens in that movie, except for Princess Fiona. No, Cousin Fiona, right?
0: Cousin Fiona. Yeah. She's also in the this most recent one. I watched the trailer. Oh my God, stop it.
1: <laughs> and overall rewatchability.
0: So my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry 2, Storyline 3... Thirst Factor 4, Imagination 3, Soundtrack 3, Cheese 3 for an overall score of 2.83
1: out of 5. Wait, what did you say? 2.83. Oh my God. I thought that was high. Mine's even higher. (laughs) How does this work? (laughs) Got Chemistry 3. It's Jason Segel. Love him. Storyline 2.5. Yeah, but Chemistry
0: with the others.
1: Yeah, but like Jason Segel has good chemistry with other people, including Cameron Diaz. Okay. You know? Storyline 2.5, Thirst Factor 2, Imagination 4, I guess, Soundtrack 3, Cheese 4. What? There's a very low level of bad cheese in see, this movie. See, the higher
0: the cheese, for me, the, no, no, no. the we better- We look at cheese differently. Yes, we do. But anyway, what's your score?
1: Because I see, like, like there's good cheese and bad cheese. See, I differentiate the cheese. You just look at a quantity of cheese. That's not right, Sarah. There's bad cheese. Uh, no. <laughs> Overall score: three point zero eight out of five for Dev. Yeah.
0: You're
1: Too right. High. It should be lower. It, it, it feels be. like it, it should, should be, be lower. lower. No offense to like, bad Like for teacher, me, but... for
0: me, thirst factor is like, like you got you got JT, you got Cameron Diaz, oh, yeah. you got Jason Siegel. Like wait, Jason Siegel
1: does not have a high thirst factor.
0: he yes, He's got he a does. high chemistry.
1: No, that's why he, chemistry is no. three and thirst factors two. No, he he
0: is very good looking. I think Jason
1: Siegel, I think are we talking Sie- about the same yes, man? Yes, I love
0: him. What? I love him. <laughs> I think he's so cute.
1: I am flabbergasted right now.
0: So I that's why my thirst factor was four. And then chemistry is two, because like they all really didn't have great chemistry
1: yeah, together. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I thought know Jason Siegel and Cameron Diaz had a not bad chemistry.
0: It, that's why it's a two. There was some there. I'ma say it's a three. That's fine
1: teach their own. Disagreeing. That's good. This has been the Rom-Com Rewind (laughs) of Bad Teacher. Thanks for listening.